0: To the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast, a weekly discussion about the National Hockey League's Boston Bruins, affiliated minor teams, and prospects of tomorrow's stars.
1: Moore fights to keep it in, does, has it in the corner to Sanderson. Back in front door, a shot scores! Bobby Allen!
0: Great work. South circle to the right of Reggie Limeland, firing it down and with fire fluid. Bounces down to Bergeron. He takes the space, pulling it wide to the right of Tatar. The snapshot over Rossi, gets loose and Bergeron scores. Patrice Bergeron. There are three ways you can support the show. We are available on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud.com, and on thehockeywriters.com, located in the podcast channel of the website. Now here's your hosts, Mark Allred and Rob Tomlin.
2: Hello Bruins fans, I'm Mark and welcome back for episode 51 of the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast, brought to you by Beast from the Northeast Sports Clothing Company. If you're in the market for some one-of-a-kind Boston sports designs, please go to northeastbeast.com and enter special Listen to promo code Black and Gold for fifteen percent off future orders. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to help cut the cost of running our podcast and website, please go to blackandgoldhockeyblog.com and click on the Amazon banner to the right of the screen. We would certainly appreciate the support. Now time to clear my throat and bring in and properly introduce uh, co hosts Rob Tomlin and Court Lalonde to the show. Gentlemen, hello. Welcome back for another exciting week of everyone's hockey talk.
3: Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> that was a bit. I, I was waiting for Court to speak. I didn't want to. Well, be
1: usually Rob goes first, so I, I was waiting.
3: I, I was just going to scream 4 2, baby. Like oh, right after. You mean 5 2? So, well. Yeah, but I don't count
1: the empty nets. Hey, if, if, if we'll get into it later, but it could have been a totally different score, anyways. Well, he, yeah,
2: he's on, he's on the different time change, so he hasn't gotten the fifth goal yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't
3: don't ruin the game for me, guys. I'm sorry, oh, you just scored.
2: Charles. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is going to be a, a good one because uh, the Bruins have done um, very well so far. But um, let's just. Uh, jump right in and talk about last week's uh, games. Uh, a very interesting game that I kind of thought would not be how it turned out, but the Bruins definitely came to play, and that was uh, on Tuesday night against the Nashville Predators. Um, they they came out and they I thought they had a lot of good um, first period a burst and really set the tone for that game. Uh they ended up winning four to one. Uh the uh the scoring uh came down to in the first period two quick uh goals from Patrice Bergeron and uh David Krejci and ended the game uh with uh Noel Achari getting his first goal and uh a David Bacchus goal in the um third period. So what did you guys think of that game?
3: Um, what a good goal that was by Achari yeah, as well. That was a highlight real goal for you, first NHL goal.
1: I thought the best part about that goal was they were looking for him when they were skating up the ice. The whole line was actually looking for him on the ice to try and get them that goal. Nash, Nash had a pretty good lane going to the net, and he actually waited to try and get a the puck because it was near the end of the game. You know, it was uh, it was one of those you know we're probably gonna score hopefully, um, unless you're David Krejci. Every now and then he hits post but uh it was a nice goal it was beautiful
2: yeah yeah i thought the uh the overall game was was good um but it also uh you know set the tone for what ha- what's happening uh, last week uh obviously the the uh the first win was a um saturday uh, matinee against the islanders and uh um so now that, no now they're in a two game winning streak and and Chara got his 600th career point in that game. Nice. I was.
1: I didn't even show notes. But. Yeah, and and Nash was that was his uh, fourth game in a row with points. Um, but it ends next game. But he had his he had a four game point streak going. He was a unsung hero for four games.
2: And then jump into Thursday night's game against the uh, Dallas Stars. This was one that I I kind of knew was going to be a Bruins W. Um, you could say that they could be the spoilers, or the Bruins would just uh, run over them. And and in fact, the Bruins played a very good game. Uh, it was a two to nothing shutout win for Tuka Rask. Uh, first period. Two to of... one. Sorry. Against Dallas. Yeah, it's two to nothing. Oh, yeah, two nothing. Two You're to right.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's re- uh... I wrote I wrote down one, even though I shouldn't have. But
2: that's all right. Uh, first hey. period, first period goals by Brad Marchand. Scores his thirty eighth. And uh, the second period goal by Tory Krug, which was outright nasty. Yeah.
1: Power play goal, too.
2: Yeah. yeah power play goal to boot. Um, the guy just skated through pretty much the whole team and and uh, puts uh, a wrist shot right over the. Oh, wait a minute. I'm thinking, no, that's yeah, not it. Yeah, totally different.
1: Yeah, this is the one where he went to the net
2: and yeah. then he. Uh, he oh, snuck yeah, yeah, behind. he's.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, he snuck him behind that defenseman. Like if he was a winger. It, and Ruff didn't – sat that defenseman for, like, pff, the rest of the period. Like that guy just yeah. sat at the end of the bench and did not Steven have anybody Jones. near him. Yeah, didn't. Yeah. okay. But that was also the game where McQuaid and Tuka Rask on the 5-on-3 penalty kill killed the whole penalty. Right. It yeah. was unreal McQuaid blocking shots. Tuka Rask making key saves. McQuaid blocking the shot. But um, McQuaid probably played his best game of the year that year. Um, didn't have a good one today, but he had a great game that game.
3: Yep. Was it not Was it not that game uh, on the 5-1-3 where uh, Rass made the save and the puck came out just in front of him and McQuaid spun and cleared it?
1: Yeah, and then, took, yep, and then he took the shot and got hurt and stayed in the game. And he was just literally – and Krug had to come from behind and push him out to the bench – and he did his best Bergeron impression and came back the next shift. But the crazy stuff about that is what Cassidy did against Sagan. He didn't use Bergeron and use a line against him. He used Krug and, Mar- and McQuaid against him. Yeah. Which I was I was surprised, you know, Krug with minus 13 this year. He has been playing a lot better defensively under Cassidy, but uh, him and he used McQuaid and Krug as the shutdown pair for Tyler Sagan and it worked.
2: Yeah, definitely Krug's been playing a lot better lately.
1: Um. Well, this year. To oh, say he's it. got career high points. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. After t- after tonight's game, he's got 50 points, and he's got six power play goals, which is amazing because power play is what we're gonna need if we do make the playoffs. That's
2: pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive that he has eight goals and six of them are power play. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I like that. So that that's his best weapon is the power play.
1: Yeah. And he's not missing the net as much as he used to.
3: That's but you've funny. got you've got that rotating wheel on the power play. Like, Krug mm-hmm. can go to the half boards, yeah. and either forward can cover him at the point. And it, he's, he's becoming that guy who, if you look at it from, like, the ice, Krug and uh, Spooner look exactly the same. So when you're covering a guy, and you think it's Spooner and it's actually Krug, they play two different types of games. So it's hard to like cover that puck, but I think he's doing a great job of just he attacks the net on the power play, and it's it, he knows that he's got forwards there that are going to cover him and that are like good enough to cover him as well. So he's definitely showing that he is the the quarterback for that power play and will yeah. be for a long time.
1: Yeah, the power play is kicking well. Um, as as we're, we'll talk about in the, in, in the game that we just all just watched. That first unit power play. The second unit needs—I uh, don't know—it needs to wake up. It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it, it's, it's funny. Fetrano's out on um, the last two games, and you could tell that the power play missed him. Like boleski is just—he's not a guy that should be out on the power play. But Cassie's got no one else to throw out there.
2: And and then obviously today's game uh, that we all watched uh, to end end the but, week.
1: But- Go ahead. Obviously not Rob, since he thought it was a four-two game. But
3: <laughs> well, Hell. it's late
2: for me. Understand <laughs> this. <laughs> All right. So uh, today, the, the the Bruins just uh, um, basically ran over the Florida Panthers.
1: Um, not until the last couple minutes of the third period. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> but, but let's uh, let's uh,
1: let's preface this that Yarmir Yager decided to not leave the ice and hold the puck for the whole third period until we finally got some momentum because it was it was a little scary there. Uh, there was a couple times where I was screaming at the television. Um, they didn't play very well defensively. Um, I believe the word I used on the internet was chickens with their heads cut off. Yep. Um, they needed to tighten up, and for some reason they weren't moving their feet, but... Well, the bright spot was Tuukka decided to stand on his head. I know there's two goals, but one was the weirdest bounce I've ever seen. The second one went off two guys. Jager's goal went off two guys before it went in.
2: Well, yeah. e- even even Cassidy said after the game today that he, he loved the energy to start the game, but there were there were there were times in in the 60 minutes that uh, they could have been a lot better. Uh, you know, I. I for me it's just the two points are the most important factor. But obviously oh, yeah. obviously if you look at the schedule coming up, you can't play like that. Um, even though you got a five to two win today. You still have to uh there's still a lot of work to be done, uh, and in short time because uh, you know, if you look at next week's schedule it's it's just oh. it's tough. I, I'm I'm not I don't wanna, you know, be the downer of the of the show but I'm worried about these last four games to round out the end of the season. But mm-hmm. then you look—you
3: look at the team that's just under us now, the Maple Leafs. Um, They—they've got a tough schedule as well.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: It's and so does Not Tampa. easy for
3: them. Yeah. So so does Tampa. I Tampa's
1: mean, playing everybody in their division. Everybody.
3: Yeah. We're all in the same boat, really. Well, uh, and it's just—it's just who's going to string together the wins. And, and Cass is looking like a genius. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. teams that look like they're going to do it is the Bruins because we just won four in a row.
1: Yes, but we've got to be apprehensive because if you think about it, if we put this effort against Chicago tomorrow, it's a loss. Chicago would have walked all over us in that second period because Boston decided to let open the floodgates and let Florida control the puck the whole second period. They just controlled yeah. the play.
3: Yeah, but look, look back at this year. Every team that is looking like they're not going to make the playoffs this year, we have struggled against. And every team that looks like they're locked in for the playoffs, we've absolutely demolished. I I just think I think they're gonna they're gonna play up, they're gonna play uh, up to Chicago, and they're gonna play a really strong defensive game and just shut everything down.
1: And I still think it was a great call. I know all over the internet, everybody was losing their mind saying, "Oh, Tuca's not playing the Chicago game." But if you look at it, as Mark just said, next week is a scary week. And if you let Tuca play today, like he did, and he, he won us the game, um, the score is five two. But, but it's it's a little it's a little different considering how well Tuca played. Uh, you Tuca gets more rest. He plays if he rests today, and we had a Hudoban in net, and then Tuca plays Chicago. He doesn't have as much as a rest to play Ottawa and Tampa and all the all the games that we have to play next week, where we need Tuca to play all three games and not be tired. It gives them that extra little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a smart move.
3: And also everyone's calling Chicago a scheduled loss on this. I hate that. Like these next few games. And I I don't believe it, but at the same time, I can understand calling it a scheduled loss for the whole like goaltending situation. Like I can understand put two Karaskin against a team that aren't making the playoffs. And then use your backup goaltender to play the game against the team, but it's at, not even at the same happening. time, at the same time, is Chicago going to do what they did last year and start resting players? Because yeah.
1: well, they're, they're a
3: lock for the playoffs. Now.
1: Exactly, exactly. And it's not even that. It's not even that. It's you're playing a divisional, uh, a divisional game. Uh, Tuca gets to start plus plus that rest period. It, yeah. It's it's going to be detrimental to have Tuca primed and ready to go against Tampa and Ottawa. The last thing you want to do is possibly. Get him to go against Chicago and maybe lose some confidence. Yeah, because Chicago's got a high-powered, flying team. You know, confidence builder against Florida. We needed to win the game. The last thing you want to do is lose the game before Chicago. You need that confidence going. So Cassidy had faith to have Tuca in and win the game.
3: Yeah, and, I I can see them resting some pl- people against Boston because I, I, I you playing you're playing a physical team. You're going to have Patrick Kane, Panarin. Guys like that, who the Bruins are going to target, Kane won't rest. Game. Kane, Kane won't, won't, won't rest, but I could see Panarin resting. Uh,
1: we'll see. I'm hoping they put their backup in. To be totally honest, um, even though we're putting yes. in ours, Hidobin's played well, so I have I have faith in him. Um, on, on another note, Krejci got his uh, tied his career high in goals with 23. The last time he did that was uh, 11, 12, 2000. <laughs> um, a lot of people are saying Krejci hasn't played too well this year. Um, he is is just like Kruger minus thirteen, but his point production lately, um, he stepped it up, which is great because as we all know, when the Bruins are in the playoffs, we need that guy because he's for some reason a a, a playoff performer. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: uh, just to touch on the uh, the scoring, uh, how it went today, I'm sure most of you guys know, but uh, how about that Noel Chari uh, first the first period goal just simply sure. out outworking uh the defense core and just uh split them right up the middle came in and I mean he was going to get a penalty no matter, I mean the the Panthers were going to get a penalty even if he didn't score but uh puts it five hole and
1: it was a it was a hustle goal
2: yeah oh yeah and he yeah. was he was working so hard I mean the, just the concentration that a, a player like him a fourth line player um which I I wasn't high on at the beginning of the season Yes, I did say he belonged in the lineup, but I, I whether he stayed all season, I was just I was up and down on, but just the way his concentration was that to power skate through those defensive uh defensemen and and with one hand keep control of the puck and the other hand like grab the stick and get it away from the hook. I yeah. thought that that was just uh, a phenomenal play on his on his behalf, and and I just got to give this guy kudos to, uh, for the past, I don't know, several games that he's been uh, recalled, uh, different player, totally, in my opinion.
3: Well, did you see his uh, interview where he said that <laughs> now now that he's back up, he's going to bring his offensive game that he had down in Providence. Yeah, and that he's going to bring. Bring the goals and bring the assists with him. So, and he's done exactly that. It isn't that at the, the same time. Can you? Could you imagine at the beginning of this season looking at the roster and seeing Noah Chari dressed and Jimmy Hayes and Baleski scratched? Right. Would you have seen that at the beginning of this year? Because I wouldn't.
1: Nope. Nope.
3: So that hit, that hit he made was oh, it was great. To oh see. yeah, yeah. And the thing is, he dropped the gloves to go with Petrovic.
0: You're listening to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. You can catch our show on the Hockey Writers podcast channel, available at thehockeywriters.com. Yeah,
2: but, and then Yandel comes in.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah but let's not talk about that because we didn't get the penalty, so we're good. Yeah, right, well, yeah. <laughs> I know.
3: But at the same time, it would have been a game of misconduct if he had a drop, like if they had a classed it as a fight. Mm-hmm. Sure, we'd have lost Achari for five minutes and we wouldn't have a power play, but they'd also have lost one of their top two defensemen.
1: And for the Hayes haters out there, it
3: looks like he's hurt. So, uh, yeah. and it's it, it, off that Adam McQuaid dumping from. Yeah,
1: like like I was saying before, McQuaid played amazing, best defenseman on the ice against Dallas. And then yeah. I don't know, it, it wasn't just McQuaid. I, I shouldn't I shouldn't <sighs> credit that. Um, it's just the defense tonight. Whew, if Tuca wasn't on his game, like in the first period, they played so tight there was no shots. And then the second period, they decided, "Hey Tuca, here's the puck."
3: Did did they not just like, to me, it looked like they rolled the defenseman, so the left defenseman played with whatever right defenseman jumped on the ice. Because there was a point where it was uh, Chara and Kevin Miller, then it was Chara and Colin Miller, and then it was Chara and McQuaid, and then uh, Carlo and Krug came out afterwards.
1: Speaking of Colin Miller, kind of feel bad for him because it doesn't look like Cassidy likes him too much.
2: Yeah, I'm getting that feeling too. When uh, when he got
1: replaced it, by Lyles, yeah, and his ice time gets limit limited when we're in tight situations. I've been noticing yeah. he doesn't. You don't see him on the ice. And at the beginning of the year, I know you guys talked about it, and I know I've been talking about it all year. I thought Colin Miller 100 percent was going to be that third defenseman. They could very well um, let him let him disappear to Vegas because the play of Kevin Miller lately and McQuaid, jeez. Like yeah. we would need those type of defensemen in the playoffs, and and someone brought up a good point that I was I was talking to the other day. They said McAvoy, if he does make the team next year, and I'm, well, I'm sure we're going to talk about the situation. Uh, Mark yeah. just wrote a, Mark just wrote a great article about it today. Um, McAvoy could be that fill in if we did lose Colin Miller for the offensive. Yeah, because it's hard to lose that defensive defenseman. Even though offensive defensemen don't are, are a dime and a dozen, if the coach doesn't like them, it's it's hard to keep a guy.
3: Yeah, but also if if you're playing a right-handed guy on the left in a system that has always been known for having left-handed guys on the left, right-handed guys on the right, mm-hmm. it it doesn't add up. So one right-handed defenseman has to go, and whether that's the expansion draft or a trade, it's going to happen.
1: But like, isn't going to happen probably? by next year. Isn't Kevin Miller playing the opposite and it's Colin Miller playing on the right?
3: This they,
1: they switch. They
3: they do yeah, whatever they come out. Yeah,
1: I understand that, but I'm saying by replacement wise. You technically yeah,
3: yeah. But, McAvoy's a right it, shot, Colin Miller's a right shot. Yeah. I, I could the thing is I I truly think next season when it comes to it, you'll have um McAvoy with Chara. Like they did think? Yeah, like they did with Carlo. And they'll put see, I'm, Carlo thinking,
1: I'm thinking either Kevin Miller or Adam McQuaid, um, just solely for the defensive prowess from Kevin Miller. Like Kevin Miller would actually be, he's not, he's, McAvoy's still going to learn from, from Chara watching him on the ice, but I, I just don't see them taking Carlo away from Chara right now because it's working so well, especially with the, both of them having such a big reach. Like when you think about it out there, as long as Carlo's not falling, because, I don't know, I'm going to mention it now, Carlo falls a lot, so next time you watch a game, watch how many times this guy falls. Um, Him and Jara, but that reach when you have both of them out there on the defense, it's huge to have them together, considering if you put their sticks together, it's like, it's taller than the whole line.
2: Yeah. All right, so... It's a tough tough one. All right, so... uh... We, uh, we end the week on a four game winning streak the uh, the Bruins they they leave the second spot in the wild card position and move to the third uh, they are it's after 78 games they're 42 36 and six with 90 points um, and they're one point behind second place Ottawa and seven points behind clinched Atlantic Division Montreal Canadiens. Um, just looking ahead. For the uh, the week ahead, I know we talked about the
1: the Blackhawks game tomorrow. Um, just got to okay. Tampa on Tampa on Tuesday, Ottawa on Thursday, and Washington on Saturday
2: to end the season. So a uh, one home game tomorrow in Chicago, and the rest are all uh, I'm sorry, one away game in Chicago, and the rest are all uh, at the TD. To, yeah, to and and not to season. sound
1: selfish. I I kind of wish the game on Tuesday was in Tampa so I could conveniently go to the game while I'm in Florida <laughs> no. at yeah.
0: least I I get
1: to watch it'll be on TV I, I am bringing my uh my Android box so I can watch all the games while I'm there so nice
2: So uh obviously these these next four games are going to be crucial um it's I I don't I I want to say that the Chicago game is going to be a tough one, and if they lose that one, they absolutely have to win the next three. And the one thing I don't like about about this whole situation, and it, and and it, it's nothing we can do about it. It's something the Bruins got themselves into in the early season, and games against uh, uh, Toronto, and not being able to beat other teams that they should have beat.
1: Or backup goalies.
2: Yeah, you know, it's just it's just not going to be. Um, it's not gonna be very easy, and I just totally lost my point. But um, sorry, no, no, it's okay. It wasn't your fault. It was me. I'm just like babbling. But um, what was I gonna say? Oh, oh, the thing that I don't like about it, and, and, and like I said, they they did put this themselves in this situation, but it's relying on other teams on their win on their own wins and losses to to board to get their themselves in. You know what I mean? So.
1: Well, it's funny. I believe you guys said in your your <clears> the beginning of the year that you, um, the Bruins would need 92 points to get in. They're gonna need more than 92 points this time. Yeah. I think oh, they're yeah. gonna need they're gonna need 94, 94 points. So, like it's this is all the if then. I hate scoreboard watching. Tampa loses tonight. We win tomorrow. Yeah, it's not a lock, but it's pretty close. So uh,
2: all, right, all right, so uh, so I'm saying it's gonna take the the, the three games after Chicago, but you I still do you believe they the- could lock in? Because think- Ottawa so, hasn't locked yet.
1: Yeah, I just I I look at I look at Tampa's schedule. Tampa's playing everybody that's in the playoffs. They have a tough. Yes, they might be getting Stamkos back, but they're not getting Stamkos back. They're getting a sixty percent Stamkos back. Right. Um, it, it, it's a big difference. Um, it's just the Bruins got the momentum. I really think we're going to win tomorrow. So, as crazy as that sounds, I really do think we're going to win tomorrow. God, I hope so. That would be so yeah. much easier. And I think that the Lightning are going to lose to Montreal tonight. Montreal is going to play them so hard. Yes, Montreal just clinched the playoffs, but it's <laughs> they're going to play the living daylights out of that team tonight.
3: And they also have four fourth lines, so they're just <laughs> going to grind the hell out of them,
1: right? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it, 'Cause if you look at this, Boston's plus twenty. If Ottawa makes the playoffs at a minus two, it's crazy. Crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Ottawa's minus two right now. But then again, I also saw a stat that Carlson's leading the league in block shots, so They have they have C and Carlson all in the top twenty in block shots. Yeah. That's nuts.
3: And who's it's like, laughing at that uh FNUF trade now? Yeah, it's <laughs> Leaf
1: fans are crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's also funny. They were talking on Sportsnet. They were talking about Ben Bishop. I'm uh, not Ben Bishop. Sorry, um, the goalie out in Calgary um, who was in St. Louis last year. Um, Brian Elliott.
3: Oh, Brian Elliott. Brian Elliott.
1: Yeah. And they were saying how great of a season he had. Um, and he's only got just over a little over 30 wins. Well, Tuca actually has more wins than him. Uh, and Mark was alluding to talking about we put ourselves in this position. If our backup. Go- Goalies. Yes, Hudobin just won five in a row, but what about the other fourteen he lost before? Like, if he just won fifty percent of his games, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We we would have clinched. We would be ahead of the Montreal Canadiens and have already clinched the playoff spot.
3: I said this in one of the first podcasts I was on. The main problem that the Bruins have is a revolving door of backup goaltenders. If they get one steady goaltender who can play three to four years behind two Rask this team is a lock for the playoffs every year. You've got to believe that.
1: Yeah. There's no no reason for a goalie to get 30-plus wins and their team not make the playoffs. Yeah.
3: Plus, there's no reason for a goalie to get 30-plus wins four years in a row and not make the playoffs three of those years. Right. Six shutouts. Right. Yeah. He... So... It's just no, pretty... he has seven shots. Yeah, he's got no,
2: seven. Eight, seven, yeah, seven. 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 No.
3: And he's second in the league behind Braden Holtby, who's having the most insane year. God. And also, apparently, Tukareski's garbage at the same time. So, uh, <laughs> I, I don't All know. T-
1: the Tuka haters I'm... have been very quiet on the internet oh, the last yeah.
3: couple days. Yeah, the, it, the, it the, last, the last four games that we conveniently won, um, it, it has died down. But I'm sure if they lose one of these games over the next week. Hey
1: we lose to Chicago and Tuka's not in net, it's his fault. That's just oh, the yes. way it is.
3: It's gotta be. No, I mean definitely. It, it was Tuka's fault that Charlie McAvoy hasn't made the Bruins, so Yeah, it it's
1: it'll be Tuca's fault if we lose it's <laughs> fault if we lose tomorrow because he, he was too as as some crazy Bruins fans say, too chicken to play the big games. Oh, because God. it's only a big game when Tuka's not
3: playing. <laughs> Yeah. It's not
1: a big game when he wins 5-2 It's not a big game when he wins 2-0 It's not a big game when he wins 4-1 but
3: Also it's... Just for your information Tukaras chooses the games he plays There's no it's such all... thing as a coach in the Boston <laughs> Bruins no, I, one, no one chooses I the crazy. lines
1: I think that's crazy too When he gets injured And it was also funny because I, I, I tweeted it out That Anderson was injured in Toronto And he misses the game And Leaf fans are all concerned And they're yeah. wondering if they're going to get our goalie back Tuca misses a game. People are lambasting him, saying he's terrible and he's a quitter. And I tweeted out and someone started chirping me because they're like, well, Anderson's hurt. I'm like, well, actually, Anderson did this last year too. That's why, just just to let you know, it's two years in a row, but no one's calling him a piece of crap. But hey, you know, it is what it is. Nothing, nothing. Then then
3: the NHL put a video up of Freddie Anderson coming out at the beginning of the game, the next game that he played. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, oh, thank God Freddie's back. What? Hang on a minute. <laughs> Have we had this same situation, guys. God damn it.
2: It just—it just really proves that n- nothing else happens outside of Boston. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no other world out there besides Boston.
3: Sports <laughs> stops at the border. Right. As soon as you get to the border of New England, that's it. There's try no more sports out there. <laughs> out there. Try living
1: in Toronto, guys. Yeah. Right.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, my
1: cousin, yeah. my cousin, without fail, will. Text me to let me know if the Bruins are playing bad or if the Leafs are winning without fail without fail <laughs> every I love him to death but wow um, I, I just I want to touch
2: on this because these the numbers have changed and I, I find this uh, Twitter account absolutely fantastic it's called moneypuck.com uh, if you guys are on Twitter give him just give this guy a follow because he does his numbers very well but uh, just to make the playoffs he's got 80 point fifteen percent. Now I want to touch back on what Court said because he's absolutely—you're absolutely right. When it comes down to crunching numbers, Court 94.3 is what is being called to to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to give you a,
1: a... yeah. I, they, they get two. They get four more points. I think we're in.
3: Yeah. I just I hate I hate those graphs though, like yep. the whole like 94% to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's today. Like, you lose the next four games, it doesn't matter about that night. Yeah, numbers
2: so, don't matter at that point.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. You, could, so, you could be the Detroit Red Wings and make it with not winning a game either, but...
3: Well, yeah. Too, but...
2: too soon. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. So, uh, what's next? I don't have...
3: We have to talk... Talk about McAvoy? Come on, Rob. Yeah, we have to. Like, it, it's got to come up. And... We have to also talk about the fact that the Providence Bruins Facebook page went up a hell of a lot of likes. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but if you if you haven't been a fan all year, don't get on the gravy boat now. And, like, and... Just because the guys playing a couple of games do not become like these guys who buy a shirt with McAvoy written on the back when and he's it on looks, a PTO.
1: And it looks like JFK is uh, he's going back to school.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Because he wanted us this is just rumor rumoring uh, what, what's being spread. And I, I honestly doubt it because his coach was saying before any of this even happened that he was coming back for another year. But it's being said that the Bruins told him he wasn't going to be playing, um, in the NHL next year. So he was going back to school.
3: See, I, I wouldn't believe any of that. I think I don't either. That, that is a guy who wants to like, you're forgetting McAvoy is in his first year. Um, so leaving isn't like quite a lot of people leaving the first year because it, you haven't gone through three years and you got one year left, well, which is go- what JFK's done. Yeah, JFK's got one more year to do, and then so w- why not do that? Plus, uh, JFK is like known as being a like, like nice guy around the locker room, a really genuine person. I don't think he's really going to say, "Oh, I'm not going to get playing time in the NHL." I'm, I'm throwing my toys out of the basket.
0: You're listening to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. You can catch our show on the Hockey Writers podcast channel, available at thehockeywriters.com.
1: I'm still impressed that McAvoy had no problem playing in the AHL. It it, it impressed me because all the things that I was hearing, that he was a hothead and all that kind of stuff, it it shows his humility of actually going to play in the AHL and, and, and doing what they did with Carlo which is yeah. such a smart move by Boston. Like Don Sweeney, congratulations. You're a smart man.
2: So uh, McAvoy signs an amateur tryout on Wednesday and immediately reported. Uh, actually, he, he, uh, he was at uh, Warrior Ice Arena uh, for the Bruins practice and then reported to uh, Providence Bruins. And uh, did not play in last night's ga- in last night's game, but um, is uh, set to make his debut tonight against the Springfield Thunderbirds. Um, he he looks excited and uh, and it, after 38 games at, at Boston University this season, which was a career career highs for him in goals, uh, not assists but points. Uh, he's had five goals, 21 assists, 26 points. Um, a very successful under-20 uh, World Junior Championship uh, where he played seven games, two goals, four assists, six points. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching him in his debut tonight. Uh, Coach Kevin Dean has said that he will be paired with Captain Tommy Cross tonight. Um, so I'm going to be watching. I think
1: you it. called that. I think Rob called that last week.
2: I believe he did too. I'm pretty and sure
3: he did. Do you know? know what's going to happen tonight. McAvoy's going to be out there on the first pairing. He's going to play first-line power play, and he's going to play first-line penalty kill. I guarantee it.
1: Now, if he gets a point, or sorry, if he scores a goal, you understand how it's going to overshadow the fact that the Bruins have just won four in a row? Yeah. It's going to be like, <laughs> get him in the lineup. Oh, my God.
3: The thing, that's, <laughs> the thing that is funny is go on Twitter and put Charlie McAvoy in the, like, search thing and then read through all the tweets from yesterday of people going, uh, did, he, did he get a point in tonight's game? <laughs> and then I was so tempted to just reply to every single one of them, like, no, he's out injured. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Can the, the... you imagine there'd be the people jumping off bridges if... I I, I, I hate to say it, but if he did get injured tonight, could you imagine? Oh, boy. People would go insane. But I, at the same time, there was there was one guy on Twitter that called out Don Sweeney for him not being in the lineup yesterday. And this is where my idea of fandom gets crazy. So Don Sweeney is our GM, right? So does the GM pick lines for the NHL Bruins? Nope. No. Nope. So does he have a say in what happens in the AHL? Sort of, but does he pick the AHL lies Definitely not. Nope. Stop no. blaming Don Sweeney for everything that goes on with the Bruins. The same with Cam Neely. Everything that goes on with the Bruins is his fault. Or it's Don Sweeney's fault. Never. There's no accountability for anyone who no. is a fan favorite. Well, that is my problem.
2: Not even, not even John Ferguson, which is the GM for the Providence Bruins, sets lines. That's, that, that's yes. that. card belongs to Kevin Dean in the A, yeah. and, and it belongs to Bruce Cassidy in the in the NHL. So yeah.
3: it is other, just insane.
2: The other thing I want to talk about this McAv- McAvoy mania, and I wrote an article about it on uh, Black and Gold Hockey Blog um, good one, by the way. Thank you very awesome much. Job. Thank you. Um, I was really busy today. I wrote one about Seneshen, Uh Yeah, you got two. You're yeah. on fire, buddy. I'm going to probably do another one, maybe two. To round out my night, but um, <laughs> um how did
3: you uh, not do an April Fools' one though? I didn't well, want. To, I, I don't want to
2: get involved in that because you know what? Honest to God, I am not a huge Patriots fan anymore. I yeah. used to be. I used to be until the gate this and gate that happened, and I just got really oh, yeah. annoyed with it, and I just kind of put the Patriots in the back burner. But when I got up at six six o'clock this morning, and I I get to the office in my office. And I start going to work. I see somebody tweet Rob Gronkowski was traded to the Raiders, and I was like, "Oh well, that's a bad move." And then all of a sudden, I scroll down, and that website—I really shouldn't mention, but I really want to. Um, oh, screw it. Let's go dot
3: <laughs>
2: They came out and said that Cassidy was relieved of his duties, and Cam Neely
3: near was in charge.
2: And I was like, "All right." This is just ridiculous. Now I, I, I figured it out. I, I actually yeah. I actually thought Gunkowski was traded, but I knew for a fact that everything was starting to come around. And then I'm like, oh, it is. It's Saturday the first. Yeah,
1: well, it's well, not though. even that. If you if you if you realize that this is the NHL, so when we have an injury, it's an upper body. When we have a or a lower body, when someone gets fired, there was way the problem with the whole article was because right away I knew it was wrong. The headline and everything gave too much detail.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's when not clickbait.
1: Yeah, just unfortunately, when a coach gets fired, you're never going to know why, and they're just fired, and that's it. It's not going to be like, well, him and Cam got in a fight over starting goalies. No, that's that's not how it works. So right away, I looked at it. and I'm like, yeah, pass. Make it I, more believable next time.
3: I was just waiting for the like. McAvoy refuses to sign with Bruins and signs with oh someone else or, or McAvoy traded to such-and-such for, such and such for the, future consideration the Jimmy VC
2: Kool-Aid Oh, oh my God. That drives me absolutely going back, crazy
1: Going back to the game because I forgot to mention it um, a nice touch by uh, the Boston Bruins Thornton was the third starter night Yes,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As, did, was, you see the,
3: did you see the hug that he gave to Bergeron at the end? Yeah, yes, yes yeah, and that is the last time the Bruins will ever play Sean Thornton. Yeah. Uh, he, against him. He so, is retiring
2: yeah. this year, uh, but gonna continue to live in Boston and um definitely gotta give him um uh, uh a clap, you know, for his time in Boston. Um stand up guy.
3: I would be I'd be surprised if the Bruins don't pick him up for some type of job. Yeah
1: community
3: liaison or
2: something. Yeah. Well well, you know you know you know now that you think of it, you got me thinking, Rob, he's very involved in um not martial arts, but uh MMA kind of fighting. Yeah. And uh, he's not doing it in the ring or anything like that, but it's more or less for workout purposes. Yeah. I I actually wouldn't be surprised if he comes on to like a Providence team and uh you know, t- teaches the kids how to defend themselves. I mean, that wouldn't I be a bad. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I, I think if Senishin got enough sh- uh, crap, you know, he could turn around and and kind of defend himself if he had the tutelage that that, sh- that Sean Thornton might, you know, be able to contribute. you, you never know. Yeah, I mean, there's all plenty of, of of opportunities since he's going to be uh, continuing to live in. Uh, I believe it's Charlestown, right? Yeah. Yeah. So
3: doesn't he own a gym? I think he owns a gym out there.
2: I believe so. And the Sean
3: Thornton Foundation is in Boston as well.
2: Yep. So. Yep. Um, so so back to McAvoy Mania. I I, I I I don't wanna like beat it up totally. I just he was in the pregame warmups yesterday and I I, I saw a bunch of tweets, people taking pictures and, and it just went viral. And then people saying that he was starting was, was kind of strange because it was already well known that he wasn't going to be starting and tonight would yeah. be actually his actual start. But um, what do you guys do? Now, if you're the GM, do you, do you call him up for one game and burn one year of eligibility or no? you keep him in Providence and then for the remain, they have, I believe, six games remaining, and the playoffs, which they're definitely going to be in because they're 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 really good this year. So saying no in a,
1: in a salary cap era, yeah, there's not a chance that you burn a year off a kid's contract just. To bring him up to play one game—it's the most asinine thing I've ever. it's just just doesn't make any sense. If Don Sweeney did it, then I wouldn't think he's that good of a GM. Unless someone goes down, unless we lose defensemen unless yeah, but we have have two two.
3: backups. Yeah, we'd have to
1: lose. We'd have to lose two defensemen. No, we'd have to lose
3: more than that. We've got this. Isn't Morrow? Uh, can't Morrow be called up anyway?
1: Yeah. So I was looking at a stat about Morrow. Do you know he's played less and less games as Morrow gets older? He is never playing again.
3: Yeah, he's not coming back to the Bruins unless he no. signs with Providence, like yeah. uh, Bartowski did. He doesn't. He's never playing again. So, so you so, think?
2: He's, do you think he's going to walk court? To, but he's an RFA. He's got restrictions. I mean, he's got negotiation, um, right? Yeah, yeah. You think? Yeah, he'll...
1: no. I, 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 think, I think uh, Boston would let him go anywhere he wants. Okay. I think they're done with him. The last piece of the second trade is is done.
3: Yeah, but uh, well, yeah. He's not gonna
1: play. He's not gonna play with the Boston Bruins. Look at, he he could play in the Providence Bruins, but look at our roster. He's not playing. Where's he going in?
3: My thing is right. with a guy like that. This is what I said about about Brett Connolly last season. Uh, I said, ask him if he'd sign for an AHL deal. Let him go down there, and that is a sign to the kids of how tough it is to make the NHL and stay there. Yep. Like, you go into the AHL, a lot of those guys have played one, maybe two games. morrow has been up for two seasons, and how many games has he played? I think that 20. Is a sign That is a sign that you want to be your best when you get up there. Right. I think That's he's only played 20 Coles. games. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, have him play down. He could play first-line minutes oh. down in Providence.
1: He'd be... He'd be great in Providence. It's just yeah. if you look at what we have coming, and Rob's probably written about every defenseman we have coming up. There, there's no room for the guy. Unfortunately, yeah. he's just Colin Miller stepped ahead of him on the depth chart, and you're not going to go anywhere if you don't get in when they're sitting Miller and they put in Lyles, you know, who's like one step out the door to retiring. It's you're not getting to play.
3: Well, I mean, you've only got two left-handed defensemen coming in next season, really. Mm-hmm. With Lawson and uh, Zaboro.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: so there is still one spot on there, and I don't see Tommy Cross coming back.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't? And I, I don't want to start the craziness, but isn't Alzner from Washington uh, UFA? Yeah, and he's left, he is le, le, left depends left-handed whether shot, they... Left-handed yeah. shot. Yes. Yeah. I, but... I don't want to start the craziness, but he is a possibility to fill in on the left side.
3: And he's good. If you also go along them lines, do you, I, I think it's either this year or next year. Vlasic as well as a UFA.
1: Oh, Pickles! I love the names. Yeah. I, I call him Pickles. Just yeah. The yeah. Name. <laughs>
3: so, it, like, the, there's a lot of UFAs, but it's where the teams will dump bottom six guys out to sign those guys. Well, with
1: the with the play of a cherry, um, and it was funny. I saw someone put that that we should be. Um, holding on to Nash is is the person that he wants to pick As a hold for the expansion draft. I'm like, why would you ever hold on to a UFA? It, it wouldn't make any sense. You could just why would you hold a roster spot for a guy that doesn't matter? You can sign him, you can't sign him. I just I don't see Nash coming back. I don't see more coming back with the chari. I see um Solarek making the team next year and being that winger. He he played great with Krejci and them, but his defensive game needed to change. And Nash, he's playing great in Providence
2: Nash has got one he's more year.
3: Oh, Nash has got one more year. Yeah,
2: yeah nine hundred
1: thousand.
3: Let him go. This, wow. this is yeah. what I see with that fourth line next season. I reckon you're gonna see Nash on the center, Acharya on the right, and then mm-hmm. either Anton Bleed or, depending on how he plays for the uh, tryouts at the beginning of the year, um, oh, what's his name, Jesse Gabriel? Yeah. Oh, he'd be perfect. Because Jesse Gabriel brings speed, scoring, hands, Good. and can dish the body. Yep. Like, he is the next coming of Marchand, if you look at how he plays. I, yeah. I don't, I'm not talking about 40-goal season, yeah. like Marchand's going to this year. Um, I shouldn't have said that, Jinx. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: oh, I'm writing this one down.
3: Come on. I, was, he's I got, was
1: waiting, yeah, though. Now, now he's going to honestly, he doesn't get that 40 goals. He needs one more. He's gonna just curse, just curse well, your whole country.
3: Oh, well, it's already cursed. It's not, <laughs> we've been around thousands of years. <laughs> yeah, Don't I, worry that, about that, it. that's one. That's one thing he's so, got.
2: He's got up on us since he's been around a lot longer.
1: You you watch more Providence games than anybody. Do you think Coherek will be? Uh, he'll be in the lineup next year. as a Bruin.
2: You talk about me. Yeah, I believe so. Sorry, Mark. Jesus. I believe so. Um, when when you, it, it, it all depends on what what's going on. Um, I definitely think Spooner's is going to resign. Um, yep. It's going to, it's too. it's really going to depend on how uh, the Bolesky, the Drew Stafford, uh, Spooner. I already said that, didn't I?
0: Yeah.
2: Riley Nash, Dominic Moore.
0: You're listening to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. You can catch our show on the Hockey Writers podcast channel, available at thehockeywriters.com. Uh, dot com.
1: an unrestricted free agent, and right. I wanted to talk about him because I'm uh, so not on the Stafford fan club. It's so.
2: it's, it's all it's all really going to depend on what happens over the off season, and I mean he, he, we've all seen and know that he can play at this level. It's just at this point right now, the 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 Jacobs are just. Penny pinchers when it comes to contracted deals, they want to maximize the most out of everybody they can get. Now there's going to be availability next season. People are going to be shipped out, and who knows, uh, with um, UFA signings coming in, you know. But I believe he will be on the team next season. That's my guess. And like Rob's, and like Rob said, like a guy like Anton Bleed. Um, can definitely fill a fourth-line player for a, de- a departing Dominic Moore.
1: And because yeah, 700K. Yeah. I, I don't think Stafford's going to be back next year. Like, as much as he was shiny new toy in his first couple games, I don't see him on the ice anymore. Right. And if he's going to want $4 million, he can go get it somewhere else.
2: Yeah, he's definitely come down to earth, in my opinion. I mean, the first four games that he played were I was blown away. Uh, But, yeah, like you're saying, if he's – I don't believe a player like him at his age, um, at 31, that he's gonna want a a one year deal for under Correct. under what he makes. So I think that you yeah. know, there's a, there's a team out there that's gonna want him. And and you know, he still got it to to play in the NHL, but it's just not in Boston, in my opinion. He's
1: yeah, going like,
3: back to Buffalo. Yeah, and
1: he could. <laughs> keep I, I guarantee Actually, it. that's actually a pretty pretty smart move um, they're looking considering they're looking how good for that veterans. team
3: is yeah they're yeah. looking for veterans for the bottom six because he's full of kids Yeah, so like we, I think we he's make, going back
1: we make the playoffs he's going to be in it he, he'll be great for us it's just yeah. I don't I, I don't see him being a, a difference maker on that line at all
3: yeah the, it's, the it's, problem it's, the problem with the Bruins right now is how many players on the Bruins roster have playoff experience oh Bergeron Chara, Krejci, Marchand, Bacchus. McQuaid,
1: Bacchus, Moore, Nash, Krug, uh,
3: Tuka and Hudobin. Yeah, but then look at how many people have lost their heads this late in the season. Like look at that game today.
1: Oh no, I know that. That's not the the panic. I know a lot of guys That's not a lot of guys though, when you think about yeah. it.
3: The panic that spreads throughout them when they even think about they could not, they might not make the playoffs. But well,
1: the that
2: thing was... is,
3: the thing is, we need we need to make the playoffs. So these yeah. young kids that are here now don't see making the playoffs as the hard bit. The hard bit is staying in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, the long run. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, but for these kids, making the playoffs for the past three seasons has been impossible. Right? Like, well, they missed it of... by a point. So.
1: It's, it's kind of funny because Sean Thornton used to be that guy on the bench you, you've seen it in many videos or uh, many interviews and when he left Boston it was it was a big void um I see Bacchus is that new guy because I notice on the bench when they're down or anything's happening he's talking it's not he, he's talking all the time yep. he's, he's talking to Bergeron it seems to be when the team is um, at the beginning of the games it's Bergeron on the bench because char is a silent leader he leads with his um, his play. Uh, it's Bacchus is the vocal guy out there, and I've not been noticing remember... like, Bacchus is playing well. Uh, he's he's fit. He's finally fit in on that line. Um, he could be a centerman next year, but he's fitting in on that line. I notice him on the ice a lot of times in the past couple of years. You have wingers playing with Marchand and Bergeron. You don't even notice them out there. Yeah, you only my,
3: my favorite ever short term Bruin was one of the best yeah. guys on the bench over the past few seasons, and that was Bobby Robbins.
1: Um, Like that's a very short term i don't i don't even i don't even think he played was
3: on the bench oh he did play he played for the preseason wasn't it yeah he played no he played he definitely played during the season he played like i think he played three games four games but the thing was with him you could hear him on the bench from like the cameras up high because he was just screaming at everyone, like fist bumping, telling them, come on, come on, pump yourself up, get yourself going. Because he was all about motivation. <laughs> wow,
2: no shit. Oh, oops. 2014-15. <laughs> 2014-15, uh, 2000, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he played, 15, he played, the played opener, I three games.
3: Yeah, three games. What did I say? I know my knowledge of Bobby Robbins. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it sounds so nice when you say it, Bobby Robbins. Bobby Robbins. Um, there you go. And
2: I, I, you know what? Now it's coming back to me that um, he did get into a fight that um, he uh, took a, a punch that uh, pretty much ended his career because yeah. he didn't stay oh, up and he went down to Providence for two games and then that's his professional career was over.
1: It, well, it, it's not even that. You can have, and I was I was saying this earlier uh, on the internet. The other day, and someone got really mad about it. You can have all the heart in the world, but if you don't have the skill to go up with this heart, it really doesn't matter. Backus at least has the skill to back that heart.
3: Yeah,
1: you can. Like a lot of people say, no, that guy doesn't have heart. Or if he had more heart, well, heart only gets you so far. I'm sorry. If I had all the heart in the world, then I would have made the NHL. And (laughs) that's just that's. I love the game of hockey, but and I played it for a long time, but didn't make the NHL. I had the heart, but unfortunately, didn't have the skill. So. It you need to add you it need to be all those pieces and that's why I think that Backus has brought it. Like Thornton used to have the heart, plus he used to go out and lead by example. He used to bang. He used to he used to fight. He used to to hit. He used to to take the pot. He he would dominate on the ice for that little thing that his skill that he had. And Bacchus is able to do a whole bunch of things. He's actually been a better piece than I thought when we first signed him. I thought it was a very bad signing, and he's been been surprisingly well down this stretch and he's probably been a lot better in the room than we even know
3: the thing is I always say like it, it, it's not the passion it's not any of that the, the players that lead are the guys that can snap at a moment's notice and turn on someone like, like Bergeron when he got hit in the lease game That you see a di- totally different person when he has to do it he can change and he can be this guy who's got a fire behind him, but some of the players you don't see that. They can get hit and they go, no, no, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about. it. Those are the guys that will never lead a locker room. They'll never, they'll never push for like being one of the playoff contenders. They'll never, they'll never be one of those guys. But if you look at the Bruins right now and how many guys on that team can lead, like we deserve to be in a playoff picture. Um, and we deserve to push through the first round at least.
1: Speaking of the playoff,
2: picks, I think if we
3: if we got Washington, they'd be scared.
1: Oh, oh,
2: yeah. uh, you know, you know they what, what I, you know what's funny about you just brought up Washington, and it immediately just a, a, a bulb just appeared on the top of my head. Um, I I'm not sure who I was talking to about this. Maybe it was one of you two. But uh, what do you think about that game on on next Saturday? Uh, do you guys think that the the Caps are going to dress a full team?
3: No,
1: no way. And especially if they if say Boston has locked up a spot and they're playing Boston, a one hundred percent no. Okay, so what if it comes? Boston will
3: rest people as well. Yeah, Boston. I will guarantee if we if we clinch, Morrow will play. John Michael Lyles will play. It, it's going to happen because they'll want Did... to rest guys. Chara have... might not even play again.
1: I also think Boston will go in that with nothing to lose. Washington has everything to lose. If you remember way back in the day when, when Hopi his first playoff, and we had everything to lose, and Boston got knocked out in the first round by Washington. Mm-hmm. We could be the same people to them. Washington has so much pressure on them to win a cup this year. It's crazy. They went out oh, yeah. and gave away Shanker. everything. To get. Sh- exactly.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, that could have... have been us. Oh, my God, what a yeah. mistake that would have been.
1: I think whoever I was I was listening to on the radio here in Toronto. They, they they were saying on um on Hockey Central, any team that gets Boston in the first round should be scared.
3: Yeah. You don't know who you're gonna face. Right. You, you don't know what team is coming for you. It's like but the thing is you don't know what team is coming for you game in, game out. You could get the bad Bruins the first game and you walk all over them, but the second game, they might go out there and kill you. So <laughs> I, I just think the playoffs now are a total mystery to every Bruins fan out there because we don't we've not seen this team hit the playoffs. Like this this core of guys now. So I think it's gonna be like the the most fun thing just to watch one playoff game of this team.
2: Well after two years of not getting in there, I'm certainly ready. <clears throat> yeah. Uh speaking of ready, I think I'm ready for some Prospect update news.
0: Is fired at the net, just missed by JT Comfort.
1: There's Notre Dame back the other way, Bjork,
0: fires, scores, Notre Dame! by Gilbert. Taken back by Greenway to the middle. McAvoy scores! Unloads a one-timer and it's a 3-1 lead for the Terriers. Parked
1: in behind the two. Goal at 3-1 now in favor of the Greyhounds. Here's Denetian working his way out of the right wing. Poked it by Pet He's right in. Poe can't. Oh, what a goal! With a spectacular
2: individual effort. The uh <clears throat> excuse me, the Providence Bruins, uh since we're doing a show on Saturday, uh the Providence Bruins only played two games thus far. Um on Sunday, March 26th at the XL Center, the Providence Bruins beat the Hartford Wolfpack by the score of 5-2 uh, first period goals by Alex Grant. He scored his 15th goal uh, from uh, Zarnik and Grizzlick, which was a power play goal. Uh, he continues to play very well. Uh, second period, Providence goal, <clears throat> uh, Chris Porter. He scores a 6 from Fitzgerald and Johansson. Uh, which Fitzgerald scored is um, got his first pro point at 2:33. Then uh, the Providence Bruins uh, Tyler Randall gets his first goal of the season at 2:39 from Porter. Uh, Providence scores Austin Zarnik fifth goal from DeBrusque, which is a shorthanded goal. Uh, the third period Grant scores another goal his 16th from Fitzgerald and Porter at 8:33 and McIntyre gets the win and uh, made 21 saves on 23 shots and last night the Providence Bruins were at the dunk in Providence, Rhode Island and beat the Albany Devils 4-1 uh, first period goal by Jordan Swartz scores his 18th from Hargrove and Heinen which was a power play at 4:41. Providence Sean Curley uh, scores his 14th at 10:45, which was a penalty shot goal Second period action. Providence DeBrusque scores his 15th from Zarnik and Grant at 6:21. Uh, in the third period, Providence Zarnik scores his six from Grizzlick and Grant at 16 at 6:15, which was a power play goal. Uh, Zane McIntyre gets the win, stopping 36 of 37. Um... So with that being said, after 68 games played, the Providence Bruins are 40, 19, 5, and 4 with 89 points. They're only 6 behind Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins. They're currently on a 4-game winning streak. And this is the 5th consecutive uh, year that the Baby Bees have 40 40 wins in a season, which is pretty impressive.
3: Can I just ask you a quick question? Absolutely. Do do you think... I've watched... I like I've been watching the highlights and I've watched as many live games as I can. And do you think Sean Curley has totally changed his game around since the first game of the season?
2: I believe so. I believe he looks
3: like a totally different player.
2: I believe he's a, um, a much stronger skater. Uh, he definitely uses his speed to his advantage. Uh, he's got really good vision, good hands. um, you know he's not lighting it up, but he's doing the the positive things in the AHL that definitely get noticed by um NHL managers you know especially the the uh the core in Boston so I mean am I would I call for him to uh, as an immediate um call up for any any future you know games i'm I'm not at this point no, but he's definitely in the mix within a year or two of, of potentially, um, you know, cracking an NHL roster.
3: Yeah, I can see them molding him into a bottom six guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, the uh, the next games for the Providence Bruins are uh, tonight. They play the Springfield Fal- um, Falcons, yeah, Springfield Thunderbirds at Mass Mutual Center, and then Sunday afternoon at 3.05 against the Hartford Wolfpack, pack uh, Baby B's honorable mentions, uh, Jordan Swords after taking off some time due to injury. Jordan came back last night with a goal. Uh, He currently has points in his last two games and 11 points in his last 10 games. On the season, he's got 18 goals, 31 assists, 49 points, and 58 games played. Alex Grant has five points in his last three games and continues his stellar season on the blue line, auditioning for another contract next season. He's currently... Second in points behind leader Swars with 44 points in 63 games played. Uh, Jake DeBrusque has 4 points in his last 3 games and 10 points in his last 10 games. The 2015 first round pick could see NHL action with um, a debut sometime this week or this upcoming week. Uh, it's, been, it's been rumored through the media that he could get a call because he is uh, playing very well. <clears throat> Excuse me. i take a sip of my drink. Austin Zarnik had a goal and an assist. <laughs> what happened? Sorry, you're... <sighs> <clears throat> Listen. <clears throat> all right. You jokers. <laughs> Austin Zarnik had a goal and an assist in, um, in all of his games in the last three this season in 14 games he, with the Baby Bees, he has 16 points. Zayn McIntyre, after after going on a terrible three-game losing streak, the 2010 draft pick has been playing much better as of late, going 4-1 and, and is currently on a three-game winning streak. All right. Now, the Canadian juniors are all in their playoffs right now. So, in the OHL, Zach Senesham with the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds last night the Hounds ended the first uh, first round of the playoff series against the Flint Firebirds with a dominating six to one win, and move on to the second round with a um, beating Flint in this best of seven series four to one. The Hounds play the Owen Sound Attack next. Uh, I'm not sure about and times, but uh, in five games versus Flint, Sinishin had three goals, one assist, four points. Uh, in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, Jeremy Lawson of the Bruin Miranda Huskies. Uh, the second pick of the uh, Bruins in 2015 has three goals, three assists, and six points. And there's five, oh my god, my notes are terrible. They're playing the, um, the Halifax Mooseheads, and last night I watched this game, they went to three overtimes. Um, and the Huskies won. Lawson assisted on the overtime winner. He had a goal and two assists last night. Um, the next game for the Huskies is Monday at 7 p.m. And Jakobsboro, um, his St. John Sea Dogs swept the Ramuski Oceanic 4-0. And in those games, uh, the 2015 first-round pick returned from an upper-body injury on Tuesday and scored a goal, and the next night uh, was game four, and he had an assist. He missed the first two games of the series with an upper-body injury. I'm sure I just mentioned that. Uh, The WHL, Jesse Gabriel, the Prince George Cougars. Uh, The Cougars are currently tied at two in the best-of-seven series against the, the very talented Portland Winterhawks. In four games in the series, the 2015 fourth-round pick has a goal and an assist and two points. Game five is tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be watching that. The NCAA, the Frozen Four, is set. Denver plays Notre Dame and Harvard plays Minnesota Duluth. Both games will be played on Thursday, April 6th, with the final game for the national championship being played on Saturday, April 8th. Uh, Bruins prospects in the in the tournament the, uh, the Frozen Four are Anders Bjork from Notre Dame Ryan Donato from Harvard and Wiley Sherman from Harvard and that is the prospect update for this week
0: You're listening to the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast You can catch our show on the Hockey Writers Podcast channel available at thehockeywriters.com
1: Well, the Bruins have announced that uh, Hayes will not be playing next game and will be calling up an unknown player from Providence.
2: Yeah, that's to, that's to be determined. Correct.
1: Uh, yeah, Flotus just put it on uh, Twitter.
3: Nice. And who do you think that unknown player will be?
1: Most likely Zarnik. Or or
2: or like I said, this this might create an opportunity for uh, Jake DeBrusque to get up sometime.
3: He's I the only gonna, one that hasn't been called up. I was gonna say that I was gonna go off the board with Jake DeBrusque. But. Uh. I think... well, I, but, As a third-line scorer, that guy—that guy can do quite a bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's the only one who hasn't been called up out of the leading scorers on Providence. I'm correct, right? Yeah. He's yeah. up in the top score. But wouldn't you call up a guy that's probably already played? Because these games do mean a lot. That's why I said Zarnick. Yeah, mm. that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, or take Zarnick
3: away from Providence, right? Or do you well, not bring Sean Kaleo? You, well, could, you bring you in do... someone who's
1: not going to be a defensive liability because that's why Zarnick got sent down, right? Cause he well, was
3: Curley's, a 200 like, foot player. Yeah. He was known for that in college, so I'm but sure he'd be good.
1: Zarnick's a big body, Hayes is a big body. Mm. You, you switch him one for the other, right? Yeah, this. Bring up
3: uh, Randall. Oh, God. Why not? <laughs> Let him loose on the other team.
1: This might
2: create. Oh,
3: bring up Zach Ronaldo for his last ever game. As no, a group. please don't he's do out. that. He's out. He's out for the oh, rest he of the season. He can't because he's a. Oh. You uh, no, got to anyway. about that too. He's injured.
2: Damn. <sighs> yeah. Plus,
3: this... he'd be suspended anyway. He has yeah. to say he's ten games. Just
2: because <laughs> of the versatility of a certain player, and because he's played <sighs> games in the in the NHL already this season uh, from from a recall, uh, Peter Klahrak is also another yeah. candidate. Because he can move around. He can play either the left or the right side. Yeah. Yep, And mm. he's big. So, uh, is there any uh, any other news before I get to what I have to say?
3: I wanted to just oh. point out the fact that um, you do realize if the Bruins don't pick any Canadian juniors in this year's draft, we we'll will not have go. a single Canadian junior.
1: I know. I will be very angry. As, uh, as much as I am a, a dual citizen... And from both countries, um, yeah. I love I love watching happen. the
2: hockey. I, I think it's great hockey, and I hope they do pick at least a few. I mean,
1: I've I had to pick yeah, a lot.
2: Because yeah. I,
1: I just want to ask, because there was actually someone on the internet doing this whole Canada bashing for no reason. We don't know why. Um, but he was. But uh, the top two guys in the league, McDavid yet yeah, Canadian. I just just maybe bring some of those guys in. Just just a thought. You know, those guys are usually pretty good. Yeah. The U.S. hockey is very good too. Like these kids are great. U.S. hockey is, is taking over. It's 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 definitely taking over and getting better. Um, someone made a joke on the internet saying that's because all the NHL guys are retiring in the U.S. and their kids are Americans now. <laughs> I think that was when you made the joke. But still, um, I just I wouldn't mind some junior players because then I get to watch them. It's being selfish.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I the past two years since the 2015 draft, I've been. So busy. I I, I watched um, Brandon Carlo out in Tri City. I watched Jesse Gabriel with Prince George and uh, the Broncos. I don't remember that team name. Oh.
3: Swift, Swift Current. Swift Current Broncos.
1: Yep. And, uh, you know.
2: I'm it,
3: the one that's not American or Canadian, and I know these teams. Come on. Guys.
1: I wasn't paying. <laughs> first off, I can name <laughs> them all. Uh, the junior teams. I've got like three right around the corner from where I live
3: that I can go see. Well, lucky you.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Char was nominated for the Bill Masterson. Oh,
2: nice. That's a good one. All right, so I have a bit of bad news. Um, And I'm not going to get into specific details about what's happening, but um, I am going to be having a surgical procedure happen to me uh, next week. I have to go in for a couple of appointments and then possibly Wednesday. I will be going under, um, and this uh, particular surgery, like I said, I don't want to get into details, will affect my speech, and um, and that's kind of pissing me off, because I know this, is, this podcast is very important to me, and I work very hard. We all do. We all work very hard to bring you guys all this news. So um, I think what's going to happen is we're going to probably... Uh, end the regular season and playoffs regularly but over the summer um, try to go down to one episode per month until i get better and the projected area for my uh, return is probably going to be september so um, training camp yeah kind of fitting yep training camp i mean it sucks that it's going to happen but it's something that has to happen um for my health and um um, I'm, I'm, I am bummed that I'm not going to be around. I will be around to produce uh, because I, I do everything out of my office uh, here in Amesbury, Massachusetts. So um, we will have guests on to fill my, my, my role. Um, uh, obviously, court is going to be um, around uh, and Rob's going to be around and we'll, we'll get people to fill in. So this there's, there's still going to be Bruins hockey talk over the summer, but it might be at a limited schedule. And I hope you all understand because this really kills me that, uh, that this has to happen. But um, for the benefit of my life and um, this podcast, I, I really want to get better and be ready before next season because um, next, next year, I'm projecting this this show to be so much better and and the benefit of this for me is I get to work on other areas of the of the podcast uh to be ready so um what I'm thinking you get to be the producer yeah, and, and what I'm thinking about doing is like next year when we talk about previous games, I want to add some audio to to the show, so um maybe one clip from a highlight and then go on and talk about that game so There's going to be some some new stuff coming through. I'm going to be revamping the the intros. um, I'm just going to call it right now. (laughs) Court Lalonde is no longer an intern. He is now an official part. Of the Black Don't and Gold Hockey podcast. Well,
1: I'm uh, not. I can't say. Hold on, hold on, Mark. Rob's the one who made me the new host while you're gone, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> no longer. Anymore. Well,
2: yeah, but nobody heard it, so I just had the camera oh, flashes and and that's I took the I uh, and I took the opportunity while the Patriots were on vacation to 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 come out and, and say this. So I didn't want to ruin their moment.
1: And, and people should realize I can guarantee you, Mark is going to be still doing this with us. He's just unfortunately won't be. Speaking to us, but I'm yeah. sure he will be typing to us the oh, whole yeah. time.
3: Please oh, don't yeah. talk about that. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, what it's going to be. And they'll, and uh, the, or are going to get halfway through and they'll be like, "That, that's a lot of bleeping." I have to. Add. Yeah. Gonna be, <laughs> our
1: phones, our phones are just going to go bzz, 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 the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So, it's be fun.
2: yeah. I mean, uh, it's all good. Um, I'm not. We're not going anywhere. We're not canceling. We're not doing anything. We're just, you know. And I'm looking forward to it. So it's 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 going to be a at a limited role, and, and hopefully, maybe it's it's it won't take that long to to get healthy and 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 have my voice back. I I know many people, they they don't trash on me for my accent, and they you know because I do kind of babble a little bit. Uh, you know I'm 41 years old, so it happens. But um, <laughs>
3: wait till you hear me after this procedure. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah. You're going to sound like a young Michael Jackson. Oh, don't do <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. God. Like you I could... said, Mark, I think it would be funny if
1: you lose your accent.
2: I'd... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I'm going to have to move. I'm going to have to move to a different area where I sound like everybody else. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's find the worst area possible. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark. Alaska. Mark, Alaska. Mark,
1: it's gotta you can come, come to Canada and... and... Finish every sentence with A supposedly. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. I already do that. I, I know I don't, but <laughs> supposedly I do.
2: I already I'll do boot that.
1: that. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> boot. It. it never happens. We do say toque, but that just makes sense. Um but uh yeah. I'll boot that. It is listen, buddy. Go have your cup of tea somewhere
3: else. Alright? I got some crumpets. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, pal. Listen, Brexit. Oh well there you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's not my fault. I can
2: already tell that this is going to be an interesting summer.
3: Oh, hey, my God. Uh, you guys are lucky I'm
2: not going to be able to talk to referee this shit.
1: <laughs> Mark, Mark. Uh, Canada's part of the British Commonwealth, so... Oh, yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. I remember.
3: Don't don't start on us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take back that country. I'll tell you that. I'm coming. Uh, all right. I'll dig up that tea in the harbor.
2: You guys got anything else you guys want to discuss before we make this the um the end of the 51st episode
3: well when we come back next well if we manage to get back next week um it's going to be the end of the regular season
2: yes much. and yes, uh, and, I, is... and if,
1: if i'm on i'll be i'll be doing it in sunny florida
2: oh uh, yeah. as i'm looking out my office window right now and we have thick wet snow that i busted my back shovel in this morning yeah. thanks yeah. Don't,
1: we don't have any snow in in the frigid canada you know because we live in igloos but
2: there's I, no snow here i know you guys blow it all down here
3: well i look out the window <laughs> and it is a uh, pitch black as it is half 10 at night good stuff
1: <laughs> or ten thirty, as we call it in north america
3: well, oh well sorry <laughs>
1: Alright. Uh,
2: you can find us on Twitter. I'm Mark at Black and Gold two seven seven. You can find Court at Court Lalonde. And you can find Rob at Rob Forty Bruins. Uh, please follow. Well, we're
3: gonna have to say our own Twitter accounts. I, yeah. this is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> well think about this Rob, you know all the things that you
1: I now have to do? Oh my god. Oh, well, yeah. All oh, the struggle. You guys suck. <laughs> 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 you can follow the, the show's podcast
2: at black, the letter N, gold pod. Uh, you can find us on five worldwide platforms. Um, you can find us on Apple iTunes, Google Play, player.fm, soundcloud.com, and Stitcher Radio. Um, yeah. And and we are now an affiliate of uh, Amazon, we were anyways, but we are now Fanatics. recently, fanatics.com. So we got some things in the works. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy uh, McAvoy Mania. I will. Yes. I can't wait to watch tonight. Um,
3: That's what I'm staying up
1: to watch that. So, yeah. Sweet. I am going to bed early because I have a 7 a.m. flight and I have to take a four-month-old infant to the airport. You better well, set.
2: You, you better set your Twitter to um, busy because I'll be tweeting you.
3: We'll both tweet you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, going to send I'll... you a picture of every McAvoy jersey that I see in the crowd.
1: I'm going to be setting my alarm for 4 a.m., so I'll get them then.
3: Okay. All right guys, I look hey, for just beginning up to drink my tea at then. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good.
2: All right everybody, thank you very much and I, I really hope to be talking to you very, uh, a lot sooner than possible. So, um, enjoy enjoy these two fine gentlemen as they now produce this show and uh, hopefully we don't lose any followers, but I'm feeling comfortable. All right boys, take care and thank you very very much everybody. <laughs>
0: the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast. Please join us next week for another discussion of Bruins hockey related material.